that microphone. This is not your grandmother's church. You don't have to shh in here. <laughs> Happy New Year, y'all. Yeah, I can't think of a better place I'd rather be to celebrate the New Year. So, welcome. Glad you're here, man. It's always exciting to come and worship. I don't know. It's exciting for a new year. Come on, somebody. Can I hear an amen? It just is. Yeah, maybe y'all aren't, but I am. And so, I'll just preach to the 10 of you that are excited. Maybe you want to go back to 2022. I don't know. Maybe you want to go back to the Wuhan flu and wear your mask again. I don't know. Not me. I'm out. I'm ready for a new year and a new thing, and God's going to show His glory, and it's going to be great, and it's going to be greater than it was last year. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to say goodbye to the old, and we're going to say hello to the new. We're going to say goodbye to last year. And so did you know that saying goodbye to old stuff and saying hello to new stuff, that's actually biblical. It's actually scriptural. And one of my favorite, y'all laugh at us, every, every scripture is my favorite, right? This is one of my favorite scriptures right here. Philippians 3, the apostle Paul says this. He says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. Look at me. Look, 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 look. How many know you ain't achieved all that God has for you yet? Can I hear a good amen? You, you haven't. I haven't. None of us have. Paul says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I've not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Everybody say one thing. Everybody say one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Watch this. Let all those who are spiritually mature agree on these things. If you disagree on some point, I believe God will make it plain to you. Holy Spirit, speak to us today. Holy Spirit, give us the strength and give us the power. Give us the release to look back and say goodbye. To look back and to say adios. God, let us be able to look back and say vaya con Dios to the, everything that happened before right now. And let us turn and focus forward and know that you have great and mighty plans and know that you have been before us and you have prepared a way and that you have plans to prosper us and not harm us. Holy Spirit, give us the strength to say goodbye to the old and hello to the new. Speak to us for the rest of the day in Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said? Amen. Paul said, I haven't got it all achieved. I haven't got it all figured out. But this one thing, this one thing, I'm going to talk to you a minute about this one thing, about one thing, because so many people that I know and so many couples that I counsel and so many people that I pray with and people that I talk to, they are so focused on what happened yesterday. They are so focused on the mistakes of their future. They are so focused on what I said or what I did last week. They're so worried about what is behind that they can't have any hope. Do you remember that Connor just talked to us about hope, about hoping for the next year and hoping for God to, to show up in our lives? We can't have that hope because we're not focused on God because we're focused on what was behind. Many of you, you got to understand the blood of Jesus Christ has forgiven you. Your debts have been canceled. What happened in the past is gone, gone, gone. As far as the east is from the west, we have got to do one thing. Forget about the past and reach to what is ahead. 
And can I tell you something else? You know what that scripture just said? We often don't preach this. He said, let those that are spiritually mature understand this. How many want to be spiritually mature? How many want to quit being spoon-fed the rest of your life? How many want to quit being a young teenager, a young adolescent? How many want to quit being spiritually immature? You want to grow. You want to be strong. You want to be an adult. You want to be a man or a woman of God. The Scripture says, when I was a child, I thought childish ways, and I acted like a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things, and I grew up, and I became a mature adult in the kingdom of God. If we want to be spiritually mature, we have to learn to forget what is behind and say goodbye. So, let's take a moment right here. Let's take one quick moment, and I'm going to ask you to bow your heads, and I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. Let's take a moment, a moment of remembrance. Just for a moment, last time this year, last time, last time, last time, because we got one thing. Take a moment to remember some stuff that happened to you this last year, the last 365 days. Take a moment. Take a moment of remembrance. Take a, now, now let's take a, a memorial moment. Let's celebrate the good. Let's learn and grow from all the things that weren't so good. Let's take a moment and bid goodbye and say farewell and let's bury 2022. Now, let's make a choice in the words of the Apostle Paul to do all we can to strain forward to an amazing 2023 for all that God has to us. On the count of three, open your eyes, put your hands together and celebrate new and get rid of the old one, two, three. Let's go. Come on now. Yes, out with the old, in with the new. All has passed away, yes. God is making a way in a new way. So your 2022 is out. Look at your neighbor right quick and say, 2022, out. Look at your other neighbor and throw them the deuces to 2022. So here's the deal. What do we do? Here's the question. Every January, we're challenged. New Year's Eve or New Year's resolution. We're challenged with set new goals, yearly challenges to make this to-do list. And so, 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 so what are the, here's the top three things that I studied and researched, top three things that most people do. They say, I want to live healthier. I want to have some self-improvement, and I want to lose weight. Come on, somebody. Everybody's probably in those deals. So whatever your motivation is, whatever your growth of area is, here's the main question that I want to answer here today. What can I say to you today as your pastor? What can I say to you today as your friend? What can I say to you today as your shepherd? What can I say that will help you and that will motivate you and inspire you to be your best in 2023 and to reach everything God has for you? What can I do? For that, let's turn to the Word of God. Because how many know the Word of God answers everything for us? The Word of God is so powerful. So here's the deal. We're going to turn to the Word of God. We can look to the Word of God to find our motivation, to find our help, to find our strength. And we can actually turn to the life of Jesus and pick something up right here. I'm going to read you four verses, and then we're going to break it down. Luke 2, 27. And he came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the customs of the law, the customs of the law, Luke 4, 16, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as was his custom, he entered in the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. Here's another one, Mark 10, 1, and he left there and went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan, and crowds gathered to him, and again, as was his custom, he taught them. 
Luke 22, 39. And he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. So here's the big idea. Every one of those verses that I just read to you, some of them started when Jesus was a baby, some of them early in his ministry, one of them in the middle of his ministry, and one of them at the very end of his ministry. They all had this common phrase, as was his custom. As was his custom. Jesus had daily and he had weekly customs that he followed in his life. So what is a custom, Cody? Tell me, what's a custom? A custom is this. It is a habitual practice. It is an established practice in our life. Things that we choose to do that on a regular basis and on a routine basis. Jesus had some habits. Jesus had some good habits that he set up. And listen to me. If Jesus, the Son of God, said, I am at my best when I have some daily routines, when I have some daily customs, when I have some good habits placed in my life, he knew they made him be better. If Jesus needed some good habits and some good customs, you and I need some good habits and good customs as well. Where did this big idea come from? If you remember the first scripture I read to you, it came from Jesus' parents. Jesus took Jesus as a baby to the temple, as was the custom of the law. Jesus' parents said, look, son, you need to every day have some routines. And Jesus got that. Jesus caught that from them. There's this old saying in leadership, and it's this. It's more is caught than is taught. More is caught than is taught. Like you can try to teach your kids all you want, but they're going to catch your habits more than they're going to pick up what you teach them. Come on, somebody. More is caught than taught. And so Jesus caught this, this idea. Jesus caught this deal of I need daily habits from his parents. He saw them do it. I'm certain that they learned it from their parents who were Jewish, and there are many Jewish customs in the Jewish faith. It was passed down. Watch this. Jesus' parents passed it down to Jesus. Jesus caught it from them. And remember that other scripture? As Jesus followed his customs, the disciples went along with him. Even the disciples caught from Jesus. We need to have some daily habits and daily routines that draw me closer to God and help me be the best me. So, here's the deal. For the rest of our time today, we're going to have fun. We're going to look at several small little customs, little practices that we can implement to help us get the most out of the next year. Just small ones, just little ones, because I am a believer that little bitty small things make huge difference in our life. So many of us, we go on January 1, well, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. <laughs> well, good luck, and you're probably screwed. Just saying, okay? And a week into it, you just give up because your goals are too big and they're too huge and you're going to save this amount of money and you're going to buy this many cattle. We, we make these big lofty goals, but they're not reality. They're not real. So we're going to look at small things that you and I can do that will change our daily life. Now, before we get there, i got to tell you one more thing. At the very core of daily practices, at the very core of being like Jesus, at the very core lies something that you and I need to discuss today, self-control and self-discipline. Self-control and self-discipline. If I give you all of, if I give you several ideas today and you go, wow, man, I'm going to implement that in my life, 
then you're going to have to have discipline and you're going to have to have self-control to carry those things out. As you look at our world today, there's not a whole lot of self-control. There's no lot of self-discipline out there. But, but, but I want us to look to the Word of God. Proverbs 25, 28. A man without self-control is like a city broken in and left without walls. Remember the story that Connor told us that story a while ago when they were marching around the walls of Jericho and everybody shouted? See, they couldn't get in to the city. It was protected. It was safe because it had walls around it. But when the walls fell, all of a sudden come in and, and, and they could be defeated because they had no walls. If you and I don't learn to have some self-control, if we don't learn to control our anger, if we don't learn to control our emotions, if we don't learn to control ourselves, then we will be like a city that the walls have fallen down and the enemy will come in and steal everything that we've got. If you want to have some good practices, you have to practice self-control. Now look at me, because some of you are already going, well, I just don't have that much self-control, Cody. I say the devil's a liar, and you bought the lie of the enemy. Because God gives good gifts, and every good, perfect gift comes from the Father up above. And I'm going to tell you something today. We're destroyed by lack of knowledge, because some of you think that your self-control is based on yourself, and based on your power, and based on your strength. And I'm fixing to prove to you through the Scripture that God has given us self-control. God has given us self-discipline. We have to receive it, believe it, and walk in it. You can control yourself. Y'all don't like that, do you? 2 Timothy 1.7, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but he gave us a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. Look at me. Look, 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 look. You have all the discipline you need to say no to the things you want to say no to, and you have all the discipline you need to say yes to the things you want to say yes to. No more excuses. No more blaming somebody else because God's given you everything that you need. Again, small improvements, small adjustments huge changes. Now, let me say this quickly for my spiritual folk. Yes, you need to read your Bible daily, okay? Yes, you need to pray daily. Yes, you need to do those spiritual things. And I know all those, and I'm just, I'm, I'm taking for granted that those are given for you today. I'm going to move on to some other little things. You got to do those things, but here's something that we can learn from Jesus. You ready for this? Can I hear a good amen? Wake up early. But, but make up your mind. Okay, you know what? I'm going to be the best me. Jesus woke up early. Jesus got up early. Before everything happened, before fire started, before people started following him, before people were hungry, before people needed healing, before, before everything else, Jesus got up early in the morning. And I believe it will enhance your year and my year if we'll just get up a little early. Not jump out of the bed, run, jump your clothes on, and hobble out of the house and have a headache and your mind spinning, you're crazy, trying to beat the clock. Ten minutes, listen to me, look, 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 look. You are going to be okay if you get up ten minutes early. Make it a habit. Learn. Get up. Embrace the quiet of the morning. Are you ready for this? When you get up, set an amount of time. Ten minutes, fifteen minutes, thirty minutes before you pick this little devil up and start scrolling through Instagram or start checking your messages or emails, stop. Wake up in the morning and set your mind at ease. Spend some time with yourself. Spend some time with God. Spend some time with your kids or your spouse. Just get up and set the day in motion in peace. I, 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 I knew I wouldn't get many amens, but I thought I might get a few more than that. 
Embrace the silence. I'm telling you, if you'll do it, it'll work. Just embrace the silence. Wake up. Can I tell you something else? Wake up at the same time every day. Wake up at the same time. Just be that person. I'm going to wake up every day. I'm waking up early. I'm getting there. I'm setting my mind for the day. I'm visualizing what my day is going to look like. Wake up early, which could lead to the number two, meditation. We think meditation is sitting in some frog pose, making some humming noise with a pair of yoga britches on. That's not what meditation is. Meditation is simply means this, to engage in thought. To engage in thought. That's why these, these can be so good, y'all, and I'm not anti-technology. I use it all the time. But when you are so hung up and so caught up in this, you're not even thinking. You're just mindlessly scrolling through the deal. Learn to meditate. Jesus did. King David did. Solomon did. Moses did. Great men and women of the Bible learned to meditate just to engage in thought. Stop where you are. Engage in thought. This can be done in the morning. This can be done at noon. This can be done at night. This can be done many, many times a day. It's really one of my favorite spiritual practices, just to stop and meditate. You know what meditation requires? Are you ready for this one? Focus. 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 Some of you can't even focus right now what I'm saying to you. Focus. Focus. The other morning we're sitting at the, we're sitting at the, at the bar at the house and I'm reading my, my, kind of my routine. I'm reading my sermon to Jennifer and Clara and the dog Charlotte's running around down on the floor and she's looking and Jennifer, I'm trying to talk to him and Jennifer couldn't even focus long enough. She's looking down at the dog, trying to pet the dog, trying to pick the dog up. I'm like, focus! It's hard. It's really hard in this world because that's one of the distractions of the enemy. He gets us looking here and looking there and thinking about him and thinking about her and looking at the past and looking at the future and over here and what am I doing? And we can't stop and focus and meditation will help us just go, whoo, focus. What's important right now? What do I need to be thinking about right now? Learn to focus your thoughts. This phone, it has a button. You ever done this? Watch. Swipe down right here. You know what that says? It's got a little half moon on there. You know what it says? Check your phone right quick. Focus. Focus. Even iPhone is saying, you push this button, boom, do not disturb comes on. Do not disturb comes on. That it'd be okay if you don't get messages for 10 minutes. It really will. It'd be okay. Learn. Learn to, learn to focus. Learn to pay attention. Um, this can lead to the next practice. So, so we get up early, and we go, I'm getting up early. I'm going to be my best me. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to focus on the day. I'm going to focus on God. I'm going to focus on my family and my responsibilities. And the next one is so great, mind renewal. Mind renewal. Mind renewal. We have got to learn to renew our minds. Jesus did it. Jesus did it. He was in the garden. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't like what was going on. He's sweating with anxiety. He's got some stress going on. He's kneeled down. He's sweating drops of blood. And he's like, Lord, Lord, if, it's, if you're willing, God, take this cup away from me. And he goes, renew my mind. Nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done. He renewed his mind, and he stepped up, and he said, come on, disciples, let's get going. And he walked up, and he allowed himself to be arrested and crucified for our eternal redemption and our salvation, and he was able to walk through the struggles because he learned to renew his mind. And so many of us, can we be real? The reason you can't get victory is because you can't get out of your own head. And you can't get out of your own mind. 
and your mind is hurt, your mind is angry, your mind is bitter, your mind feels so sorry for yourself, your mind has painted you a victim, your mind is wearing you out, and that's all you can focus on, and that's all you can think on, and the enemy is kicking your butt, and God is screaming to us, just renew your mind. Start over, renew. Our minds get so jacked up and so chaotic. The Bible says, look at me, that we have the power to take captive our negative thoughts, to take captive, to arrest, to put them in handcuffs. We have the power of thoughts that come into our mind that don't line up with the Word of God, arrest those thoughts, handcuff those thoughts, and cast them out in the name of Jesus, and then begin to think thoughts that line up with the Word of God. It's true. Use discernment of the Holy Spirit. How many, you know, how many believe the Holy Spirit resides inside of you? Then the Holy Spirit gives us discernment to know the difference in lies and truth. Quit believing the lies. Quit basing your life on the lies. Quit basing your attitude on the lies. Throw the lies out. Trust the truth in your mind and walk it out daily. Because here's the thing. As long as our mind stays toxic, your mind ever get toxic during the day? You are so angry. Come on, somebody. Don't leave me hanging. You're so jealous. You're so full of rage. You're so full. Your mind gets toxic. Listen to me. It's negative. It's dark. It's chaotic. It's angry. As long as your mind stays chaotic, dark and angry, the rest of your day is going to stay dark, chaotic, and angry as well. You have to choose to renew your mind. It is an absolute game changer. And then when you renew your mind, here's another good one, daily worship. Next Sunday, we're kicking off our series on worship. We're going to talk about what real worship is. And I would challenge you, when you have a clear mind, when you have a clear heart, when you have an unclouded mind and you're focused on God, it's easy to worship God. It's easy to exalt God. It's easy to magnify God. It's easy to sing praises to God. And so here's the deal. you gotta, you, 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 you got to get up early. You've you, you got to meditate, think about God, focus on God, and then you have to, to renew your mind and then worship God. How many of you have a favorite praise and worship song? When you get angry, when your day gets bad, when you're struggling, on your way to work in the morning, make it a habit. I'm going to put this song in. So I got my Spotify list yesterday. You know, like at the end of the year, you can look back and see what your, your, your favorite songs were on Spotify. Y'all know what I'm talking about? So I was looking at mine yesterday, and mine said to me, you are a comfort listener, Cody. You are the champion at replaying songs over and over again. And I do, because there's, there's a couple of songs. There's really this one praise and worship song. Man, I listen to that sucker over and over and over and over and over again. It does something to my spirit. When it comes on, I want to sing, and I suck at singing, but I sing anyway. And it changes my heart, and it changes my mind, and I worship God, and it helps me refocus. So pick out your song, listen to it, and daily worship and praise God just for a few minutes. Two more things and I'll be done. Everybody, and, and I don't want to leave this one out because it's one of the top three. Everybody wants to be healthier. Everybody wants to be healthier. Listen to me. You have the self-discipline and the self-control to be healthy. 
to be healthier than you were. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to be healthy, you know what, without having some self-control. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. If you're worried about your physical body, which is part of God says to take care of this body because this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And how we exercise and how we eat and how we feed it is very important. We don't talk about it a lot, but it's true. Read the Word of God. And if you want to, to, to be healthier, then you've got to make healthier choices when you eat. Come on, y'all. Just make healthier choices. That's, that's what you got to do. I mean, quit eating freaking fried foods every day, man. Seriously. You can't go to the, 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 the refrigerator, the freezer every night and jerk the bluebell out and eat a half a gallon of bluebell and then one liter of Coke float. You can't do it. You, you, you can't. And then you go work out for six hours. Don't matter. It ain't going to work. If you want to be healthy, if your body matters to you, if living longevity and, and being healthy for the glory of God, you know what? Don't go on a diet. Diets suck. Can I say that to you? Like, don't go on a diet. Don't call. Don't, don't call. Don't, don't call. Sorry. Like, Weight Watchers or whatever. No, I mean, don't care. Just, just knock it off. Just eat a little healthier. Cut a little more vegetables or something. You know what I mean? Eat a little healthier. Try some intermittent fasting. Fast a little bit. Knock out the sugar. Quit drinking soda pops. And certainly, were you young folk, lay the gosh dang monsters down. What is wrong with you? There ain't no way. Knock off a little bit of caffeine. Do some. Eat at a regular time of day. Eat in the morning. Eat at lunch. Eat regular times. You want to be healthy, you got to make better choices. And I'm going to tell you something, because you, many of you know me, you've been on this health journey with me. I weighed 205 pounds about 10 years ago, and I was fat, and I was unhealthy, and I was lazy, and I was not motivated. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you start taking care of your body, if you start renewing your mind and meditating on God, and you start taking care of your body, and you realize your body and your health is a gift from God, you won't worry about no Wuhan flu, and it will take you to another level Spiritually, God will begin to speak to you because he sees your effort and your sacrifice. It's a whole nother, it's a game changer. Be active. Get up off your butt. Get up off your butt. If you can't work out or if you can't run, say, you know what, 15 minutes during my lunch break, I'm going to walk around the office then. I'm going to walk around the house. Move. <sighs> Lastly, last one is this. What will help us be better in 2023? Connect more with loved ones. Jesus did it. He got up early. He said, okay. He, he met with the multitudes. And then he said, one time he said to his 12, y'all come over here by myself. I'm going to teach you guys something. And then even beyond that, he took his three favorites. And he went up to the Mount of Transfiguration. Jesus knew that we're better together than we are by ourselves. And Jesus said, I need them and they need me. And so, you know what? Have coffee together. Set it up in your, in your weekly routine is this. How hard is this? This week, I'm meeting with somebody for coffee. It's at my office. It's at the coffee shop. I don't know where it is. At the cafe. I'm going to meet with somebody this week and have coffee or I'm going to have a meal. Have a simple text message. I know, listen to me, text messages kind of suck. But it's the way of the world. It just is. Send somebody a text message. I'm thinking about you today. I'm praying for you today. Hey, what's going on in your life? Just talk to them. Have an old-fashioned phone call. Or how about FaceTime somebody? Just change this stuff, man. Just make up in your mind, I'm going to put some customs and practices into place that are going to help me be better. Listen to me. And if you have people around you, they will catch that idea from you. They see you be self-disciplined. 
They see you get up early. They see you meditate. They see you implement these things in their life, and they will catch that idea, and they'll start doing it too, and it will enhance everyone else's life around us. Conrad, come help me close this, please. These are only a few that we talked about today. Only a few customs, only a few practices, only a few habits. Um, you don't have to do them all. But here's what I'm going to ask you to do today. Are you listening? Can I hear you say a good amen? What I would suggest for you to do is to pray. Spend just a few moments right now praying. And ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Holy Spirit, guide me in what kind of habits and practices and customs that I need to apply in my life. Why don't you bow your heads and just do it right now. Just ask them. It may be one. It may be two. Don't make it all of them crazy just like, like Lord, help me. I guarantee you this. If you sincerely ask the Holy Spirit, if you listen to what he says, and if you choose to walk in self-discipline with no excuses, and you begin to apply these custom-led spirits and habits and practices in your life, your 2023 will be over the top. And it will bring glory to God in your life. Holy Spirit, speak to your people. Thank you for last year. Thank you that we can bury last year and say hello to this year. God, we're excited. We are stirred in our hearts and our minds. God, about our habits, about our daily practices, challenges, no more excuses, cancel out excuses. Help us make choices and be committed to those choices. Holy Spirit, come and move and blow. Breathe on us. Empower us today. Holy Spirit, speak to us. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you're not praying, you can stand on your feet. We're going to close with a song of worship. Ask the Lord just to seal this over our hearts today.